0: Hello, and welcome to Bad Witch Podcast, the podcast where we are going to get our witch shit together one spell at a time. Hi, babes, did you do your homework? You had to know that that was going to be the first question I asked, right? Did you do your homework? I hope you did. I definitely did mine. I, um, instead of just really meditating like I was supposed to, and really just reading back over my, uh... Manifestation list like I was supposed to. I just a few minutes ago finished having an oh please let me say it right shockic record reading. I truly believe I just said that correctly. Um, you know, with being a witch, we're always like I said, growing our practice and learning more and becoming more confident and more empowered and and more learner, learned, learned. <laughs> My goodness. And so these, this is a new thing that I have kind of tapped into. Um, you do, I did the reading with someone else, obviously couldn't do it for myself, as that's not anything in my wheelhouse. And I really don't even know that much about it, aside from you know, the 30 minutes I just got to have, which was incredible. But uh, the way it dealt with my, my homework for the week, my manifestation, is that it took a deeper look into things that I have been wanting to manifest and have been having a few hiccups with. So um, with this kind of reading, it's not as the way that Alexandra, the lovely, lovely woman who did it for me explained it. It's not like necessarily going to a psychic where you get a yes or no answer. It's more about an explanation and bringing you to a place of understanding. So you know why you're encountering any kind of hurdles or hiccups or issues. And then it gives you the tools to kind of deal with it. It gives you some recommendations. It gives you some insights. So I would recommend it. I will put, um, maybe like a little better description of it into the, uh, the podcast notes because I definitely didn't just give you a great one, but basically it is about talking and connecting and convening with your guides and your teachers and the masters and, 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 uh, you know, spirits around you to give you clarity. So I'm feeling very clear. I am buzzing almost with positivity right now after having that experience. So I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited for this week. I don't know if you'll hear it because iTunes rejected this podcast. This podcast that has been up for a week straight and been downloaded, you know, a good amount of times, I would say, I realized I wasn't able to find it in the store. Went online to the where they home, you know, the the iTunes Connect or whatever, and it has been <laughs> rejected retroactively. <laughs> that might be a first. So I've been in communication with them. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Hopefully, you will still get this on Wednesday, or what I have now dubbed Bad Witch Wednesday. I think Wednesday's a good day, right? What do you guys think? Let me know. Um, you know, Wednesday is just, it's just that weird kind of stagnant day in the middle of the week. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just there. You've gotten through the first part. The second part is looming before you, the weekends on the horizon. So I feel like a podcast every Wednesday would be a great little pick me up. And I just like the way bad, which Wednesday sounds. So I'm hoping that we can get this up tomorrow. And if not, definitely next Wednesday, when you will probably be hearing it. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to manifest that all of this is going to get straightened out. iTunes will let me back onto the platform and we can get on with our coven work as we are doing. So did you do your homework? Seriously, did you do it? I hope you did it. I hope that you just took a few minutes for yourself. I hope that you went through the week being conscious of what is working for you and what isn't and what you want and what you don't and what you allow in and what you allow out. I hope that you know, it was just a little time you may have taken for yourself to think more positively, to speak more positively, to be more present in what you were putting out into the world and be more present in what you want to bring back in. I hope that you took a few minutes to meditate. I hope that you let yourself have some quiet. I hope you let yourself have some clarity this week and just some peace. I hope that for all of you. And if you did, I'm so proud of you. And if you didn't, I'm still proud of you because I know you probably just thought about doing it and you are going to get to it at some point. And if you did meditate and you did it for five minutes, you did it. You're, you're killing it. You're on your way to building up that muscle and really making a difference with your practice and meditation. And if you did 10 minutes, amazing. You get a check plus. And if you did 20 minutes, I don't know, teach me how to do that because I can't even do 20 minutes to be honest. (laughs) I did, I did a solid five. Okay. So if you did 20 minutes, then you let me know how that happened because I'm very impressed. So homework, hope you did it. It wouldn't be the worst idea to make that a continuing assignment in your life and just do a check in on the things you're manifesting and on the things you're concentrating on and on what you're letting in and out And if you are focusing too much on negative and on being self-critical and on being, you know, in, in a darker space and dwelling there. And if so, let's make those adjustments to get out of it. This week, I am so happy because I got actual questions to the email. I didn't really think that was going to happen. So once again, if you do ever have any questions, or topics you would like me to cover, please reach out at thebadwitchpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, there must be something in the air, especially with that very intense uh, blood wolf moon we had in these eclipses in Leo, because people are really asking about intuition. And I, you know what, honestly, I was a little stuck on what to do this uh, second episode about, but intuition, whew, there's no time like the present. <laughs> Honestly. Also, can we talk about the full moon real quick? What effect did it have on you and, and the eclipse Did were you stressed? Were you tired? Were you anxious? Were you energetic? Were you happy? Were you lively? What, where, where were you? Um, I tend to always have my butt kicked a little bit by any kind of lunar changes. Um, any kind of eclipses, they just take a toll on your girl. I'm not someone that is energized by them. I am not someone who thrives under them. I'm someone who needs to take a 15 hour nap and have a glass of red wine and and, and just give myself permission to take a, a couple days to get it together and not be so hard on myself. Cause I actually around any kind of cosmic event like that, I do find that my depression picks up a little bit and my anxiety picks up a little bit. So I really have to focus on self care then and unplugging a little bit and, you know, Letting myself not have to be so present in my job and my relationship and my home life, I can just be Mickey and have a few minutes to myself and and recharge. Because I don't know, I'm drained. Uh, I'm still kind of drained now. I was I was worried about actually recording this week because I was not doing well. I was deep in the bed, weighted blanket over my head. I was so deep in the bed. But, uh, you know, thank goodness I had that reading cause it kind of it revived me. It brought me back to life a little bit and now I'm in a better place for you. And I always want to be in a really good place for you because what we're talking about is something that dwells in the light and in, in the positivity and it's such a beautiful part of ourselves. So we don't ever want to approach it with a bad attitude or, uh, you know, feelings of being a little depressed or dark, which is fine. That's normal, but I don't want to give that to you every week. Um, And I did have a bit of a bad attitude the past two days. (laughs) I will openly admit that. I was not, I was not being, you know, the nicest to anyone or anything. Except my dog. She always gets my best, the best I can give her. So anyway, intuition, or as I like to call it, into which shun. That's right. I made that up and laughed about it for 10 minutes on my own and thought it was so funny and clever that I texted it to all my friends. (laughs) intuition. I love it. That's so great. So the questions that I got to the email, and again, always send me questions. I would love to hear from all of you beautiful witches out there and give you the experience and talk about the things that you want to hear about. Intuition. How do you get more in touch with intuition? How do you hone your intuition? How do you trust your intuition? How do you listen to your intuition? All of those things. And Let's talk, let's just talk about intuition. What is it? Intuition is the purest, truest form of truth that your body is trying to communicate to you that we have a tendency to not listen to. And that tendency comes from being told, oh, you know, if you can't, if it's not tangible, if it's not rational, if it's not practical, then it doesn't exist. Well, of course it exists. We are the living, breathing, breathing proof that intuition does exist because how many times have you gotten that little butterfly feeling in your tummy or that little knot in your throat or the hair on your arm standing up when you just know something isn't right for you and it's not the thing you're supposed to be doing or vice versa when it's so right for you and it is the thing that you're supposed to be doing and pursuing. So intuition is a very real thing. It is a truth. It is our body, our spirit, our mind, those unseen forces all coming together to keep us safe, to protect us, to, to have us, you know, doing the things that we're supposed to be doing and staying the heck away from the stuff we're not supposed to be doing. Um, intuition is, it's just a feeling that if, if I had to give like the most pure purest Pura, what if I had to give the the truest definition of what it is? It's a feeling. It's just it's just that thing that thing you can't explain, but you know. And it's 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 a basic, um, it's a basic attribute that we all have. You know, it's a remnant from when we were first getting here on this earth, and we had to depend on an internal feeling to let us know if we were safe, if we were in danger this was good, if this was bad, if this person was to be trusted or not trusted, it is, I guess what you would call a baser instinct, you know, Um, I hope I'm using that phrase right. (laughs) But it really is. It's, it's, uh, I'm I'm trying to think of one word. And I keep, I keep getting the word Darwin in my head. No, (laughs) I'm trying to say Darwin and Darwinism. Uh, It's, it's just, you know, inherent, it is this inherent thing that we all have. It's, it's to keep us safe. It's to protect us. So yes, we all have intuition. And that is the thing I said last week. Although I don't believe everyone has natural magic. Although I don't believe everyone's a natural witch. I do believe that everyone has intuition and the power to become stronger in listening to their intuition and following it. Which is uh, the questions we got. How do you hone in on that intuition? How do you connect to it? You might not love this answer. (laughs) Given the homework I gave you last week. But meditation is a huge way to get closer to your intuition, to listen to your intuition, to, to be able to work with it more actively, to not be so passive and just feeling this feeling, but what does this mean? Why am I feeling this right now? What triggered it? You know, it's, if you walk into, let's say a restaurant and you get a bad feeling, well, where is that coming from? Is that you feel like something's about to happen? Is someone there that's giving off a bad vibe? Is, have you had a previous experience in that location that you're not remembering in the moment that is causing that, you know, it it kind of really lets you again, hone in on where that intuition is coming from and what it's trying to tell you. So there's, there's two sides to it. You want to know what's triggering this. What, what is the thing that it's warning me about? You know, intuition is a warning. It, It truly is like, Hey, uh, pay attention, babe you know, something might be getting ready to go down or something isn't necessarily good for you. So intuition is a warning, but the other side is, okay, so what is it telling me? Cause sometimes you get a feeling you're like, well, I know that I have a bad feeling, but I don't know why. And I don't know what to do with this information. How do I process it? So when you do meditate and you do get your brain that, you know, you're, you're, we talk about it being like a muscle, like you have to practice meditation. You have to warm up, you have to get stronger so, you know, when you are working at a higher ability and you become stronger and you are more resting in a place of being more open and listening to the world around you and listening to the signs and shutting out any, uh, any extra noise that's there to just throw you off and confuse you and add, add foolishness, honestly, to your day and to your life, your intuition will become stronger as a result of that the warnings will become stronger and the message will become stronger of what you're supposed to do with this feeling. Right? Cause a lot of times a feeling is confusing. If you, I do think it's easier with a person, you know, if someone gives you a heebie jeebie, you know, if someone just doesn't feel right to you, you know, if someone doesn't, doesn't make you feel safe or secure or trustworthy, it's even just a look in the eye that will, that will give you, that, that, that feeling, you know, especially just a little side note, the eyes truly are the window to the soul. I totally believe that. And if you look into someone's eyes and you do get that heebie jeebie cut it, you need to cut it. (laughs) You gotta let it go. Whatever the relationship is, whatever's going on, the eyes focus on them. That is going to kick you in the intuition so hard. Trust me, that is the, that is the best warning about someone but you know, there's, there's other red flags and that's, you know, red flags do, do mean danger. They are a warning. Um, they, they can be present in someone before you even have a face to face interaction. So again, listen to your intuition because it's not just piping up for no reason. It's sort of protect you. This is to keep you safe. We want to keep us all safe, right? So meditation is a wonderful way to just get your whole body, mind, soul, spirit, Working at a more optimal level. So, when you do have intuition about something, when you do feel that feeling, you're quicker to trust it and you're also quicker to recognize it and you're also quicker to decipher it. So, one, meditation, right? You guys are going to be like, I'm, not... oh, you guys, dang it. You all, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You all are going to be like, I'm not listening to this podcast. She just keeps telling me to meditate and it's hard and I'm, it's boring. <laughs> but no, I promise it does so much good for you. Please stick with it. It's a wonderful, wonderful practice for so many avenues of your life. And I promise you, if you are interested in studying witchcraft and you do feel like you're a witch or a tarot card reader or Oracle card reader or a psychic or, uh, you know, any other kind of magical being that that can do something in this world with that and beyond then I'm going to keep recommending meditation because it feeds into all of it. And it is just the foundation to all of it. So meditation. Yeah. You're going to hear it every week. I'm just going to tell you now. (laughs) Not apologizing for it. It's going to be there. So let's just go ahead and keep doing it. Let's keep with that homework and let it be a running thing. So the second thing I wanted to dig into with intuition is actually, okay, let's, let's, I'm, I'm going to come back to that. That might be the last point I kind of want to make this week. Um, the, the second thing with like trusting your intuition and how to get more connected with it and how to again, hone in, I just love the word hone. Doesn't it doesn't, just, it just sounds good. Like, you know, it's like I'm making a laser focused pinpoint effort on this thing is that you outside of meditating, it's just the practice of giving yourself permission to listen to yourself and to trust yourself. It. It, it's a confidence thing. It, it really is like a self-confidence thing. And knowing that you know what's best for yourself and trusting that. Um, especially if, for someone like me who struggles with anxiety and depression and other, uh, perhaps a bit of OCD. I'm, I'm kind of finding out through uh, having discussions with another friend that has uh, kind of been walking me through things I've been experiencing. And definitely not a pro- professional diagnosis, let me say that. Um, it's hard to trust yourself. Because sometimes you do come from a place of, well, my brain doesn't work sometimes in this capacity. It doesn't, sometimes it's my, my enemy, honestly, sometimes, you know, I have a depressed episode that'll kick in and me and my brain cannot not be more at odds. <laughs> we are struggling to get back in a copacetic relationship. So it really is, And I I mean, literally saying out loud, I give myself permission to trust my feelings. I give myself permission to trust my intuition. I know that ultimately I know what's best for myself. I know ultimately that I am going to be someone that is about self-preservation and survival. And so that's something I would add, you know, as a part of a uh, meditation or maybe just a mantra you say every day when you get up, when you go to bed, I trust myself. I hear myself. I will listen to myself. I trust myself. I hear myself. I will listen to myself. It is that faith in your own ability and your own ability, ability, ability. I have, I just, I just can't speak, which is the perfect reason to start a podcast, right? Uh, Yeah. It's, it's the trust and the faith in yourself. That's going to make the honing in on your intuition so much easier for you. And it's going to make the gift of it so much stronger. You have to, it, it really is about trust and faith. You have to trust that you know what's best for yourself. And you have to trust that even if your human rational brain says, it's fine, nothing to worry about. Uh-uh. There's a reason you're still feeling those feelings. So listen to yourself. And don't don't ever talk yourself out of something. Uh, there's been so many times where, especially if it's something like you've spent money with, and you're like, well, I already spent, you know, uh, $200 on this thing. And I, I already said I was going to go. I already committed to it. So I can't back out now. But why can't you? You know, in, in this life, hopefully people are paid back for what they put out in every sense of the word and every sense of that belief. So if you put out $200 on something and then let's, let's really believe you're going to get it back in another way. But if it's not good for you and your intuition telling you it's not good for you, it's okay to give yourself permission to not go, to not follow through. That doesn't make you flaky. It doesn't make you flighty. It doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you someone that is taking care of themselves and listening to themselves. And that is what is important. No, I mean, don't make it a habit. And don't turn into one of those people who says, well, I can't be there for a friend or a family member or a loved one or or anything like that because my intuition tells me no. I mean, if it's a valid thing and you do feel that is not a good situation for you. Absolutely. But you know, don't make it a habit <laughs> to use it as an excuse. Use it when it's valid. So it's about meditation to open itself up and, you know, receiving the warning and being able to decipher the meaning. It's giving yourself permission. It's Knowing that your intuition is going to leave you astray. If there's one thing... It's about trust and faith, you know? If, if there's one thing that I know I can trust, it's my intuition. The thing that I know I can't trust is just me as a person sometimes because I'm going to still be bullheaded and do the thing I know I'm not supposed to do. Um, this is in particular about dating and uh, in, in relationships. You you may just want to prove someone else wrong or prove, your, or prove yourself wrong or prove... You know, your friend's wrong. We are going to stay together. We're in love. That's my soulmate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it isn't, and you know it way before you're ready to admit it. But one wonderful thing that intuition does for us is it stops you from wasting your time. Like, not only does it keep you safe, not only does it protect you, not only is, does it just have your back, it saves you time. If you aren't supposed to be with that person and your intuition's telling you and it's a gut feeling and you know deep down, cut it. If that job's not right for you and it's making you unhappy and you know there's something better out there for you in the world and a higher purpose and a way to serve that purpose, cut it. If you're living somewhere and just in your spirit and your soul, it's bubbling up that you need a new landscape and you're going to thrive somewhere else, make that move, you know? And of course, none of these things need to be rash unless it's a, a bad situation or a dangerous situation. But listening to that intuition, it's something that's, it's going to put you into the best spot because it is, it's watching out for you. So, you know, it's about listening. It's about embracing. It's about trusting. It's about having faith in yourself. And it really is this glorious thing, right? But with all good things, there can also be bad things. (laughs) There can also be, um, negative things. There's always a balance, right? the, the universe, nature, life itself is built on balance and with intuition I find the thing you really have to watch out for is fear. Fear, a rational fear, especially will masquerade as intuition. This is something that I have been coping with a lot in the last year. Um, as I've become more present in my power and more really dedicated to practicing my craft, uh, fear has been coming for me. It is out here trying to get your girl and she is running away from it as fast as she can And also addressing it as much as I can. So when you have light, it attracts dark, unfortunately. When you have intuition, it will be countered with fear. That is why it's so important to listen to yourself, to give yourself permission to listen, to work on meditating so you know it's coming from the purest, strongest place. Because it's really, really easy to confuse the two. And I do that all the time. Daily, probably, I do that. Um, For example... uh, I have a thing where I'm always like, if I do this one thing, what if something bad happens? I kind of call irrational figures like "what ifs," "what ifsies," because it's always is there a possibility of something bad happening? Of course, but is it a likelihood? Not, not to the extent that something good is going to happen, you know. Uh, but again, we get bogged down in the scary part. We get bogged down in the fear. We get bogged down in the worry. So, if I'm, let's say uh, going somewhere, or let's say I have an opportunity to travel to a new place. And in my heart of hearts, in my body, in my tum tum, I know that everything's going to go amazingly well. It's going to be a wonderful experience. I'm going to have the best time. It's going to change my life. It's going to be honoring my journey that I'm on and my, 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 uh, my higher purpose to take this trip and to have this experience. And that this experience came to me because of good I've put out and because of work I've put out. The other side of that <laughs> the side that will be in my ear ringing loudly in the back of my head, even, you know, within my nervous system and my body is okay, but it's going to go bad. It's going to go badly. It's going to go horrible. You're going to have a horrible time. You may get hurt. You may get, you know, attacked. You may, have a bad experience with a person. You may not get along with the person you're traveling with. You may get left there. You may just get abandoned in this new location. <laughs> like these things that some parts of it, that certainly couldn't happen. And some parts of it that could happen, but the likelihood is, is, is extremely low, especially if you're going in prepared. Those are the feelings that will creep up and take over my intuition. And then when that happens, I start to believe that my intuition is saying, don't go danger here. Something bad will happen. You will be hurt. You will be harmed. You will experience something tragic and fear will definitely creep in that way. And it disguises itself as intuition. So that again is why the uh, meditation, not manifestation this week, meditation and the, the trust and the faith in your own ability and your own ability to listen and take it in is so important because that it, it even feels the same in your body that it, that same tingling, that same you know uh, uh, that same uh, knot in your throat, that same tickling in your stomach, the same butterfly feeling. It even can dis- disguise itself to feel the same. And the thing is, because intuition can't tell you good or bad, that it's it's much easier to listen to fear and especially irrational fear because your intuition does warn you a lot of the time. Sometimes your intuition is, you know, telling you, Hey, you're doing the exact perfect thing. You're in the right place. You're doing the right moves. You're making the right decisions. You're with the right person. And it, it confirms a lot for you, but a lot of time it's a warning. And so it's very easy to confuse that warning with fear because fear manifests from all the ideas of the bad things that can happen. And especially an irrational fear, a fear that has just come out of nowhere. And that is something that, people I find that have abilities like like all of us beautiful witches out there. Um, it's something that we get hit with even more because the more open you are and the more you put out your power and energy in the world, the more you're going to attract it back. You know, I always talk about that. And so an irrational fear is just a manifestation of evil and negativity, basically, that is looking for your light source and it just settles in and it just wants to take over and you have to combat it. And one way that, um, two, let's say two ways that I really try to protect myself. You know, let's talk about protection a little bit because we're talking about intuition and we're talking about it as a warning a lot of the time. So how do you protect yourself in a case where you're being like psychically attacked or you feel there's a negative spirit or a negative energy or anything like that around that might be causing one, your intuition to flare up and say, Hey, danger, danger, or also maybe presenting as a fear. I have two things that I I like, I love. One is to visualize yourself being cast in a purple light. It can be you, it can be you and the person you're with, it can be the whole room you're in. I do a whole house (laughs) when I need to. And that purple light is just this impenetrable force that you're putting around, a force field that you are creating with your mind, you're visualizing, it becomes tangible, and you're safe within it. You know, it's, it's like being, a uh, in a biodome or something like one of those, or like, um, when you play, what's that thing where you can like get in the big bubbles and like bounce off of people. I don't know what that's called, but I always feel like reality TV shows, but yeah, I think of it as just a protective casing, this purple light. And, uh, that's, that's usually my second go-to. My first go-to is actually to ask Archangel Michael to be with me, to protect me, to um, watch over me, watch over the people in the situation that I might be talking about, watch over the space I may be talking about. You definitely do not have to be Catholic or Christian or anything like that to invoke an archangel. They are part of our spiritual realm and they are there to protect us, to be with us, to be be a comfort be an aid be uh you know a guide a protector all of those things you don't have to ascribe to a certain religion to ask for their help that's that's not how it works it's not there's no stipulations you know um so yes i ask for archangel michael i actually <laughs> maybe ask for uh help from uh him his energy once a day I, I think the angels are honestly tired of me talking to them all the time <laughs> You know, I'm needy. I need help. Life is uh, hard. You know, we're all experiencing a lot and we're all calling on them a lot. And I'm sure that they are doing a lot in this world right now to try to correct um, the path that we're all generally on and also the path of individuals. But Archangel Michael, he is the protector. Uh, You know, he carries the sword. He is imbued. I hope I'm saying imbued, imbued. Imbued by God to watch over, to protect, to be a warrior. And so don't ever be afraid about just saying his name. I, I, and there's no specific prayer. There's no specific, uh, spell or wish you have to put out. I'll just say, Oh, uh, I do tend to close my eyes just to connect a little bit more and say, Archangel Michael, please come. I, I, I need your help. And sometimes you don't even have to say what it specifically is. Sometimes you just ask him and, and he is present and you know, he'll take care of it. He really will. I, I, have my life really changed when I learned about that. I had another, um, well, I'm not a psychic, but I had another, you know, witch, psychic, mentor person share that with me, and he has really come through, <laughs> especially in times where I feel scared, I feel threatened, um, I feel poss- a possibility of some kind of, uh, you know, just attack in some way, a psychic attack. I, I call on him and he's there. And so the purple light, Archangel Michael, I also. Am, Personally connected with Archangel Gabriel is the messenger, and he stands behind you. He, her. Um, some people believe that Gabriel has a feminine energy and is female. I tend to say he just because I was raised Catholic, and you are taught to think of archangels as male. You know, you're taught to think of all pretty much all of it as male. Um, but I, I try to be cognizant and say he or she or both energies, as a as a respect thing. But um, So I will call on Gabriel too, especially during meditation when I need clarity, because uh, they are the messenger angel. And so it just helps my messages come more clearly to me. And that is, again, an intuition thing. Intuition is your body giving you a message, it's your body telling you something. And uh, also my message is to go forward and to go up and to go to, you know, the waiting ears that you might need a little help conveying what you want to say and to let it reach its destination. So, again, no perfect spell, no perfect way to ask for help to say any of these things. Just say, hey, Archangel Michael, I need you. Hey, Archangel Gabriel, I need you. Also, Archangel is kind of a hard word to say. (laughs) Uh, So sometimes I'll just say Michael or Gabriel. They know who they are. They know who I'm talking to. And the casting the light, the purple. Um, Another thing that helps with intuition is, oh, I forgot I wanted to do this. Oh, dang it. Okay, we'll start next week. but Oh, no, we're going to start right now because I can still kind of do it. So there is, uh, what I want to do is from now on, we're going to have our stone of the week, our crystal of the week, our gemstone of the week, our mineral of the week, whatever you want to call it. So instead of, I thought it would be a bit boring to sit down and be like, amethyst means this. Uh, Apache tear means Apache tear. God, do people still say that? Is that a, is that a gemstone? I may be thinking of arrowhead. If that was offensive, I'm so sorry. Um, Arrowhead means this. Moonstone means this. Citrine means this. Um, I can't ever think of uh, stones when it's time for me to tell you guys anything, you all, anything about them. But I I know a lot of them, I promise. Um, uh, So... I'm going to do one per week and it will have a relation to the topic of that week and what we're talking about and what we want to focus on instead of just giving you a rundown. Cause you know, if you really just want a guide of colors and meanings, you can search it on Google, but I think it's more interesting and better for our practice to do it in a practical manner. So we're gonna have a practical application. So this week, surprise, I just thought of this. <laughs> because I forgot to do it, but since we're talking about protecting your intuition and harnessing your intuition, honing your intuition and making it stronger, we're going to talk about selenite. Selenite is uh, the best. It is a clear, clear stone. Uh, some You'll see it a lot of times on like a rod, a wand, or a pyramid. Uh, you know, sometimes it'll be cut into a heart. I tend to, for some reason, hate when stones are cut into hearts. I don't know, even rose quartz. I don't know why. I just it gives me like kind of a weird vibe. Like a, it's a little tacky vibe. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it doesn't work as clearly when it's been like cut smooth into this heart. It like takes some of the raw edge away from it. So anyway, um, so selenite is the, the, the crystal that you can use to clean, cleanse and charge everything else. And it doesn't have to be cleansed. So it's just like pure light, pure power, pure goodness. Everything else, you need to, you know, run under cold water to cleanse. You need to put under a full moon to cleanse. You know, there's all these different rituals we can go over uh, as we were kind of getting into the crystal talk a little bit more. But uh, they all are sucking up energy, right? So you want to make sure you're releasing that energy when you need to. Especially there's certain uh, term line, I think. It's a black stone. I can, like, see it in my mind. But I can't – I'm not exactly sure – I'm saying the right one, but it takes in a lot of negative energy. And with those, sometimes it's better to just like release them even into the ocean or like bury them into the ground because they've taken in so much. You kind of just remove it, but yeah, so they need to be cleansed and, but selenite doesn't and you can use selenite to cleanse your other crystals. So it really is like the good base for any kind of any, you know, witch starter pack, if you will you can wave them over wave it over your crystals i wave it over my sage i wave it over my palo santo when i'm first bringing it home from the store cuz you know a lot of people touch it when you go to the witch store everyone's touching the same crystals the same books the same cards the same um, the same candles and so i like to pass my selenite over everything to just release any energies that aren't mine because you know it, it is mine and it's doing my work and so it needs to have my intentions but it also You never know what people's energies are, okay? Even people you know really, really well, you might be surprised when you find out what their intentions and energy really is. Sometimes they will reveal themselves to be different than what you thought, okay? So I use my selenite to clear out everything, cleanse everything, and it's also a really good one to have when you're practicing your meditation because it is, it's cleansing, it's clearing, it's pure. It kind of will take away that murkiness. It'll take away that anxiety. It'll take away you know, that anything you're trying to break through, that's holding you back a little bit. So I like to hold it in my hand when I'm uh, meditating. I like to hold it when I'm like trying to have a moment with these, my intuitions and feelings that I'm having to, to figure out what I'm feeling really and why I'm feeling it. It just, it just, it just takes away a lot of smoke. It takes away a lot of layers. It takes away a lot of mess that you have to dig through to get to what you're trying to get to. So selenite is our crystal stone beauty of the week. I would definitely recommend getting some. The store I mentioned last week, um, smudge.co definitely has it. Um, I have it like a raw selenite, which I really love. The texture is just like delicious to me. And I also have a, a smoother one that I bought somewhere in Los Angeles at some point. The only thing about selenite is, uh, it, from what I've heard, it is a softer crystal. So just don't go buck wild with it. (laughs) Don't be tossing around the room and putting it down in the bottom of your bag under a bunch of stuff, you know, with everything in witchcraft and in our spirituality, let's treat it gingerly. Let's treat it with love, treat it with respect. The better you treat something, the better, not only it will work for you, but the better it will treat you back. So let's not go, you know, cuckoo with it. Let's, Let's treat it, treat it nicely. Don't, and don't be like me where I'm the kind of person that will definitely toss something into my purse. And then six months later, I'm like, oh my God, where's this been? Let it be something that's present in your life. Let it be something that you work with every day. Let it be something that is the cornerstone of your crystals and your altar and your practice, because it really is one of those things that comes really, really in handy. So I know we started with intuition or intuition. Shall we say? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I want to get a handful of myself sometime soon. Um, but like you know, we said last week, and which will be a recurring theme for us is that every there's always going to be about 20 things that feeds into every topic. So we're going to definitely go off top topic. And I'm a rambler anyway. So selenite. Um, I'm going to spell it for you. I hope this is right. S e l e n i t e selenite. selenite. I hope that's right. I swear I've seen it written like that a bunch of times. I also tend to think of Selena when I think of selenite, which is why that spelling has stuck in my head because as we all know, Selena was a pure, beautiful, bright, wonderful spirit taken from us too soon. So Selena, selenite, that's kind of my way of of remembering it. Um, So yeah, pick some up, hold it in your hand, place it next to your heart, put it on your crown chakra, Uh, place it on your altar, put it next to your cards, anything and everything that you want to do with it, just treat it with respect and it will give you that same love and respect back. Uh, Selenite again, will help you clear your intuition. It'll help you make it, it will, uh, make it more clear to you, the messages you're receiving, what your body's trying to tell you, what the feelings are that you're really having and that your fear perhaps isn't convincing you that you're having, uh, especially in a warning is this really a warning or is this an anxiety? Is this really a warning or is this a fear? Is this really um, something to heed or is this something trying to stop me or distract me from getting to my higher purpose and my higher goal? And is something holding me back because fear just like I said last week, something bad don't want nothing. It just wants more bad one, nothing good for you. Fear wants nothing good for you. Fear is a tangible thing. It is something that will seek you out. It is dark, Negative, heavy, evil, bad. It does not want anything for you. If it's a warning, it will truly be an intuition and not a fear. Fear is bad. Fear will try to hold you back. Fear will try to stop you from your purpose. Fear will try to take you off your journey. Fear will try to rob you of happiness and goodness and the things that you deserve. And like we said, what did we say last week? What do we say every week? What are we saying every day? You deserve good. I deserve good. We deserve good. Okay? So fear get out of here. We want nothing to do with you. You're not chill. You're not cool. We are not about that life. Okay. Not today fear, right? You say not today, Satan, not today fear. So intuition, we're going to meditate again this week. That's your homework. Surprise. Meditation's your homework every week. We are going to meditate. We are going to give ourselves permission out loud. We're going to keep that permission in our heart and in our minds to be open to our inner wish and in- my inner wish. Okay. No, I really have said it too much. <laughs> um, with our intuition, we will give ourselves permission. We will meditate. We will listen. I keep rhyming. I. What, this is my English degree at work. All these doggone rhyme schemes I keep coming up with. Um, and so that is my little spiel on intuition this week. It's definitely like everything else, something we will revisit. We will flesh back out. We will talk about more, but you know, with all of your abilities with all of your gifts. It's hard tea, not gift gifts. Um, it's something that you just have to practice. It's something you have to open your heart to, it's something you have to accept, and it's something you have to practice. Rome was not built in a day. Is that was is it Rome they say it was not built in a day? But also like Rome burned down, so maybe that's not the best example. But nothing worth having or worth doing is going to be an immediate thing, right? Even if your gift is something you're born with, even if your abilities are something you're born with, even if it's something you've been working on for a long time, nothing worth having is going to be immediate. We have the tools immediately to do it, but the end game is always going to be a journey, you know, and and it's it's worth taking that journey. So let's talk about intuition more. Let's talk about manifestation more. Let's talk about meditation more. I promise we will. (laughs) And your homework for this week is to give yourself that permission to practice in everyday situations. It doesn't even have to be something drastic. It doesn't have to be a life or death thing, but just look at the little signs and symbols your body and your spirit and your unconscious mind are giving you. What are those little intuitions you're getting all day, every day? Cause it is, it's, it's about tuning in. It's about listening. It's about, you know, not, it's not always a big thing. It could just be put this off for a day, do this right now instead. So let's practice listening to our intuition. Let's meditate. If you did five minutes last week, let's do seven minutes this week. If you did 10 minutes last week, let's do 13 minutes this week. If you did 20 minutes, again, I have nothing to tell you because I can't even do 20 minutes. So you're doing great. (laughs) Do whatever you want. Do whatever feels comfortable for you. And we will be back next week with a new topic. I don't know what I want to do yet. I have an idea, but if the emails, fingers crossed, come in then we will uh, go off of that because like I said, we are a coven. We are sisters and brothers and we're gonna bounce off of each other and this is for all of us. So you're as much of a part of uh, you know driving this train as I am. So whatever suggestions I get, whatever DMs, emails, the badwitch podcast at gmail.com, I will put it in the episode notes. Whatever I get, that's what we're gonna go with. There's no direct, uh, uh, path we have to stay on right in life even in general, but especially when it comes to this. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope my intuition spiel has been helpful and I will talk to you all next week. Goodbye.